and welcome. We are here for Ashley's Heart Song, and this is the place where you get out of the stress and into your body, your life, and your business. This is the three brains approach to living with health and vitality and living your heart's desire. I am so happy that you have joined us today because we have a very special guest. Our special guest is Kim D. McClure. Y'all, I cannot wait to get in conversation with her. It's going to be super, super fun. But before we get rolling, you know what we always do. We do that vitality score. We're checking in to see what our vitality tank is telling us. So let's get our sheet, our pen and paper out. And the first is the physical body. From a score, um, from a rating of one to 10, where are you on your physical body? The vitality of your physical body, just Sit in your body for just a second. Take a breath. Now, in your body, do you feel the energy? Do you feel the stamina and the strength that you would love to feel at a 10? Or are you scoring a little lower today? Write your number on the sheet of paper in front of you. Next up, go to mental. We're going to check out our mental vitality. So mentally, are you <laughs> running around with your with your hair on fire today? Are your thoughts and your actions just like all jumbled, a jumbled mess? Are you chaotic, stressful in your thoughts? Are you doing mental experience replays? If you are, that score is going to be low. It's going to be around a one to a five. But if you have clarity of thinking today, if you are on point, if you're sharp, then you are closer to a 10. So write down your vitality score for mental well-being. And then next we have our emotional vitality. So emotionally, where are you on the score scale of one to 10? One being, oh, you are a mess. Or 10 being, you feel very balanced in your emotions today. You're resolving things and you just feel really good. You can be anywhere on that scale of one to 10. And then we're going to move into our spiritual vitality. Spiritually, where are you today? Are you completely disconnected, rushing around, not knowing who you are, whose you are? You're going to be around a one to a five. But if you are connected, if you have linked up with the inspiration that fuels you, if that is where you are, then you're scoring between a five and a 10. Write down your score. Then you add those up, and of course, your highest score is 40. If you are below a 20, then there is some work to be done. If you are above a 20, then find that area of life where you can pick, you know, just the one that you can focus on now. And even if you're below a 20, I do recommend that you just focus on one thing at a time. So whether it's the spiritual, the emotional, the mental, the physical, it doesn't matter where you start. Just start where you feel drawn to and level that area up in your life so that your vitality score will rise to the 35 to 40 on an ongoing basis. So super fun. All right, y'all. Here we are. We have Kim with us today. She is an image transformation expert, y'all. Owner of KDM Life and Beauty. She is the next best girlfriend who helps you find or maintain your sense of style. Kim has over 35 years in the beauty industry and her methods and strategies to understanding and dressing for your personality and body type are a confidence game changer. I am so excited about this one. <laughs> Do you know your seven second first impression? 
Step into your style using Kim's techniques during your next live video, your presentation, an interview, a meeting, and you will feel and see the difference. That difference can mean new sales, new clients, and ultimately getting that six figures you have been dreaming of. Oh, y'all, Kim has a plethora of um, certifications through John Maxwell, Ignited Life Coaching, Direct Selling World Alliance. She's an Ignited Life Coach with Kimberly Olson. She's graduated from the Unleash Your Power with Tony Robbins. She has studied under the neurotrainer Deb Erickson at the ICANN Institute. And she was just nominated for the Forbes Riley Phoenix Rising Award. And that symbolizes the ability to overcome adversity and rise from the ashes stronger than before. So welcome, Kim. So happy that you are here on Ashley's Heart Song. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, we will have a great conversation. I love the conversation around beauty um, and around loving the self. And I believe your own journey had to do with first finding that love for yourself before you could fully transform, right? Because it's in that self-hate that we can't transform self-hate. We can only transform through love. So would you please share your story with us today? I'd love to. I'd love to. My my journey began because as a woman going through menopause, we oftentimes draw back and don't become the amazing person that we are. We kind of go, kind of start going into our shell as we go through that. And we question, especially with life transformations, like children leaving home or changings of a, of a job or you know, whatever, or noticing, you know, weight shifts and weight gains and all that good stuff. So anyway, as I went through that, having been raised in a very, very strict religion, I found that I could learn to love myself by realizing that I was a princess. I mean, God created me exactly the way he meant to create me. And so with knowing that, and then learning how to make myself look even better, I thought, you know, if I'm struggling with this, there are lots of other women out there the same place, in the same place, same age, because we all go through it. And for some reason, it's a taboo subject. We don't talk about menopause. You know, as my mother went, I remember my mother going through it, and I, I knew there was something wrong, but I didn't know what it was. And so now that I've gone through it, I can empathize even more with the emotions and the feelings and the, you know, bad thoughts that come about yourself. And so learning that, and then again, taking everything I've learned about fashion, because I modeled back a thousand years ago and, and learning all of that, taking that and learning how to mathematically make yourself look good because fashion is an illusion and makeup is an illusion. And so when we can do that and we can transform our confidence from the outside in while working, of course, on our inside, we have to do that. But confidence from the outside in can be your first step, because if you know that you look good, you feel good and you know how to to physically present yourself, then when you walk into a room, you can attract people. You're not thinking about you and it's all about them. And we all know when you make it all about them, then people love you. People want to be around you. They're like, oh, this is fun. Let's do this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because you're not focused on inward of, oh, my pants don't feel right. Oh, I'm exactly. this jacket. Right. You're just thinking all about you. 
-hmm. when I was in the, um, the stir craziness of anxiety and I would be going into public or whatever. I remember just feeling so introverted into myself because of the way I was feeling that it was difficult for me to focus on who I was with. And I didn't like that. You know, we don't like that. We want to be with the other people really present with them. But when you're a mess on the inside, we tend to be only company with ourselves. <laughs> exactly. And if you can, you know, and as our body changes, I mean, things fall different places that they weren't before. <laughs> and so as that happens, you've got to learn how to camouflage that. And you can take the clothes in your closet, literally. And by the way, you tuck your shirts or the length of your shirt or where you put your, where you push your sleeves up to, because it's all about the eye and what it's attracted to. And so when you know that, then of course, we all know that a smile is your best attractor. When you walk in with a smile, you're going to attract people, but then they're going to start looking at you and you have seven seconds to make that first impression. And so learning how to do that online, how to wear the clothes to accent what you got and take away from what you don't want people to see. It's, it's just, it's a simple fix. And I think it just, it just makes such a difference because again, it's confidence. You were sharing this morning, we were at an event together this morning and you were sharing a story of a girl who texted you a picture over the weekend and said, Oh my gosh, what, what can I do? Something's not right. Would you share that story? Cause I thought that was just brilliant. Absolutely. <laughs> She was wearing a, a silver jacket, silver lame jacket, and uh, which was available at Target. I think I'm going to go get me one because they're so fun. I mean, it would just be like, you know, it attracts attention. And so she was wearing it, though, over a T-shirt. So she had tucked her T-shirt into her jeans, and she had what I call my um, bel the be belly fat, okay? So, um, and I've got a freebie that I actually offer on how to conceal belly fat with class. So, um but it was all about her untucking the shirt, pulling it out and making sure that it was number one at her sweet spot, because this is a trick that I learned that is simply amazing. If you take your shirt and you stand in front of the mirror and you roll it up a hemline at a time and watch your hips, you will see them decrease in size. It's crazy when you hit that sweet spot. And so or she could also take and tuck the shirt with a left tuck and then let it hang or a right tuck or a center tuck. And again, it depends on your body shape, which is the, the first thing you need to know. You need to learn what your body shape is. And once you know that, then you can learn how to tuck your shirt and let it flow so that it detracts from any belly fat. So. Goodness. So she felt like a million bucks, didn't she? Yeah, and then we also rolled up her sleeves because when they were down, they looked like she was wearing her grandmother's jacket, <laughs> which is frumpy, and we don't anyone to be frumpy, right? Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, by rolling it up again, um, sleeve length matters. When you have your sleeves all the way down, you need to look at yourself in the mirror. Is that where you want the eye to go? And like me, I'm a pear shape, so I need to have mine to where that my the sleeve hits me above my hips because that's the widest part on me. And so I need to have it up above so that the eye will not go to that. So it's just, 
again, it's mathematical. It's totally illusion. <laughs> that is so wonderful to hear because how many times have we as women gone to get dressed for something and we go look in the mirror, we go, oh, something's not right. This isn't the outfit. And we go and completely change and we're going 10 changes, right? Trying to find the one that's going to hit right. Whereas in this instance, the girl didn't need to go and change clothes at all. She just had to make a few little minor adjustments and voila, she's magical. Exactly. I love it. The, the length of things makes such a difference. Even on cardigans, if they're too long for you, you're going to look frumpy. And so you've got to have, again, there's a sweet spot in there. And so knowing that just, it makes a world of difference. And, you know, we were talking this morning about how that knowing your colors is a great thing. And then knowing your body shape, knowing your personality style, like, for instance, I'm a classic. I love like Kate Middleton, um, the, just the classic dress, Chanel. Those are my people. So when I go and try to be, bohemian and wear the beautiful flowy things that I love to see on my girlfriends I look like a total dork I mean I just it I just do I, you know and so learning that I was like oh okay so I can't do that but I could take the bohemian and make it more into a classic style and then my personality comes out so you're not again it's back to that being you you've got to be you and love you so that you can portray that and pass that on to others. I love that. So is there like a, for the style personality, is there like a test, a quiz that you take or there is? There, I, I do have a quiz that you can take. It's just a really simple quiz. Um, and I can put, I can share the link with you. Um, I don't think it's on my website yet. We're working on that, but um, yeah, it's a fun, fun little quiz that tells you that. And then I send you tips on what kind of clothes are best for you. So you have like a group that you work with through Facebook, right? People can go to Facebook to your free group and you have videos there every week to give out health tips or fashion tips, I noticed. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This week we're talking about how to keep your makeup on during Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> oh, you, you mean you're in the kitchen and, you know, it's all melting and you're, yeah. So <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so fun. There is actually a way to keep it from melting off. There is. There is. All right, y'all. So find Kim on Facebook. What is that group's name? It's Stepping Out with Confidence. Stepping Out with Confidence with Kim D. McClure. Mm -hmm. Yes. How fun. All right. So you also help people with their um, image through their uh selfies or through their photos you help women with that so how do you create charisma right so that the you know some people will say oh the camera loves you you know and so but I I believe that there is a talent to that to making the camera love you right absolutely and that's that charisma so how do you walk people through that what does that look like well if they're doing videos number one you want to be centered like I am you want and you don't want to be <laughs> My, we have a gentleman on here, but my, my coach teaches me that you want it to show from the boobs up. Okay. So <laughs> that's where you want it to go. <laughs> Sorry, but um, that's, so you want to be, and, and again, it's so much body language. Like for instance, when people see your hands, when you're talking, that exhibits trust, they begin to trust you more. Um, when you get close to the camera, you shouldn't have 
constant eye contact more than 60 to 70% of the time, any more than that. And it can be very um, overpowering. So there's lots and lots of little tips. Again, knowing your color, the lighting, the um, how to present yourself. It, for instance, one of my favorite memories is taking a lady who was speaking on the John Maxwell stage, who was a um, tomboy. She had no fashion sense at all. And matter of fact, she's one of the ones that had me, helped me to get into this journey because she's like, you do realize that not everybody knows this, right? And I was like, they don't. <laughs> and she's like, no, not everybody knows this like me. So we went and literally bought her clothes. I put everything together um, and, you know, like a little Ziploc bag with her jewelry and her shoes and her everything. And so when she got on stage, she attracted clients to her because it was her personality they were seeing. It was the professionalism that she brought. And so that that was just amazing to watch that transformation from a jeans and T-shirt girl into a professional stage presence. Wow. And that launched you. That launched me. Mm -hmm. Is that how you really got started was from that moment? Would you yeah. say the turning yeah. point? It, it really, I had always had, I always knew, I, I mean, I've loved fashion. I used to, as a little girl, back when it was safe, we had a department store that would teach how to tie scarves because I'm a scarf girl. I love scarves. And um, I would stand there on the first floor as you walked in. She was right there by next to the cosmetic counter and she would tie scarves and mother, she, she would tell my mother, it's okay, you can leave her here because, you know, it was a long time ago. And so she would leave me there and I would literally stand there and watch her for as long as my mother shopped. And I would just, I would like, can you show me that one more time? How did you do that? I mean, so I was her best client. But anyway, um, that I've always loved, loved, loved fashion. I've always loved cosmetics and that kind of thing. And so I think part of it was because I wasn't allowed to do it. So it was, you know, a sin. And so I was sinning it, you know, that, how that goes. <laughs> anyway, yes, yes, yes. So, well, I love this conversation. That was my um, original dream when I was a young girl. I wanted to own my own clothing boutique and um, design clothes. And I even, that was my first year off to college. That was my major was fashion merchandising. And I just really wanted to do it. And then I realized I didn't. <laughs> I realized my passion was more the physical body of the inside versus what I adorned it with. Because mm -hmm. I just wanted to be comfy. Just put me in a pair of sweats, you know, ponytail, and I am good to go. Right. <laughs> right? But um, so it's really fun because I do love fashion. I do enjoy it. And listening to you speak about it and the passion and energy that you have around it mm -hmm. and how it can really up-level women's confidence. So when I've been working with women around food and body, whether they're coming from binge eating, overeating, um, anorexic tendencies, or they have total body dysmorphia, this step of knowing how to be in your body with clothes on and clothes that you feel good in is such an important step, yes. such an important step. So I am so grateful that you chose that moment to um, turn your uh, attention towards what you're doing now, because that is, it's, it fits you. Thank you. you. <laughs> yes, it does. I do. I do love it. And there is nothing more fun than watching a woman 
realize that she looks great, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it could be something as little as, you know, you said you love sweats and ponytail, but it's, you could add a pair of cute earrings, a cute pair of tennis shoes and totally make a difference and glasses. Glasses. <laughs> yeah, changing out your glasses. That's a fun, fun thing. My hairdresser does it all the time. She has like 30 pair of glasses. I just love to go in and see like what she's wearing. But, um, you know, it's just the little things. It's doing the, and then some. It's getting up and brushing your hair. It's getting up and maybe putting on a dab of lipstick or cleansing your skin to get a glow or whatever it takes. And so, yeah, so fun. So this is really about some self-care too. Yes, absolutely. So um, you came from that where that self, um, you in in what I read about you, there was never really a self hate. It's just you had said that you just did not love yourself. And so, what self care practices do you do to instill that love for you and who you are and whose you are? I do a grateful journal every night before I go to bed, um, which make helps me refresh and remember what was great in the day so that I can remember whose I am and what I am. And, and then affirmations. I have affirmations all over my house. Um, and then of course, devotion time, you know, my, my time with, with God with, and ha- talking with him. And I don't know if you've ever read the um, book, Two Chairs. I've heard about it. Oh my goodness. It's a great book because it talks about literally sitting down chair to chair, you put another chair here and you're here and you're talking to Jesus like he, he's your friend, you know, which, I mean, he created you, he's your father. And so um, when you, when you learn that and you understand that he knew you before you were born, mm-hmm. that I think is just so awesome. And we were talking about the chosen, you know, um, and I think watching Peter and Jesus relationship has been such an eye-opener for me because I always worried that I was a little too strong uh, with my words to Jesus because I was taught you didn't, you know, do that. And watching Peter has just been, I'm like, okay, if he likes, if he loves Peter the way he does, he's got to love me. Just, it just, <laughs> and so. We need that affirmation, don't we? Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So there are many women out there who do not feel confident, who do not feel good in their own skin. They just, they feel lost. They don't feel like they can ever feel good after menopause or even going through menopause. Um, And it's so different for everybody. Um, So what is the one thing that you would say to them today that could empower them and give them that little bit of lift and hope? that they need to hear? Number one, surround yourself with people who will lift you up. I think that's so vital because so many times we become a recluse. Is that what it's Mm -hmm. recluse? Recluse. That's It's like that wasn't right. Okay. Anyway, so you you just go away from yourself and and from other people. You, You don't surround yourself with people. So make sure that you're not doing that and that you're putting yourself out there. And then Find a way to share with the younger generation and make a difference because 
one of the things that breaks my heart is when I go out, I see people, I mean, like when you get on a plane now, the people are just dressed like they've just rolled out of bed. And it's like, why are you doing this? You know, and so we need to bring up the standard, I think. I mean, I'm not talking go out in a suit and hose and heels. That's not what I'm talking at all. I'm talking put on a cute pair of jeans, put on some earrings, you know, fluff your hair, look cute because you can look cute. It, it's just those little tweaks and do something for you. Do something for you. If jewelry turns your crank, buy a new pair of earrings. You can get them cheap, you know, buy a new lipstick or, you know, if you have lots of money, go buy a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Yeah, you know, think, times really have changed because when I was a little girl, um, we had tickets to the Dallas Cowboy games every Sunday. And when we went, we were dressed up. I remember being in a dress and my hose from church and my little shoes and my dad being in his suit. We'd go to the football game all dressed up. You know, Tom Landry was, he even had the hat on. So everybody dressed up and it was just such an experience. And now when I go to the Cowboy games, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's so different. People really dress down. Yeah. Really do. So I love that how you said we can be the example and um, show them how we are to dress. Yeah. Right. I love that. I love that. Sure. So what is your number one way to get your message out to people? Um, like for, and I'm, I'm asking this question because there are people out there that are going, okay, how come I haven't come across this girl before? So what is that number one way that you get your message out so people can know where to link up with you and find you and find your message? Um, my website, number one, because it has so many resources on it, and that's kimdmcclure.com. And so just going there, that it's got a blog, it's got tons of resources that you can get for free. And um, so that's the best way. Second way is through my Facebook group. That is a community of ladies that are, they're just amazing. I mean, there is just no negativity. I mean, do you ever get the question people ask or say, you know, I'm not on Facebook because it's so negative. And I'm like, really? My Facebook isn't. <laughs> and it's because I've set boundaries, you know, and I only allow positive people in my life. And if they're not positive, I'm like, block. So and that group is there. And I mean, they just lift each other up. When we do uh, closet challenges where people go in for spring and fall, we usually do closet challenges. And it'll be like, oh, love that outfit on you. That red looks, you know, that kind of thing. So it's just fun. It's just fun. That is fun. I agree with you. My Facebook is only positive and loving too. But I've heard that from people that they've gotten off because of that. So it mm -hmm. is about who you surround yourself with and the boundaries. Absolutely. And you have created a beautiful group. And there is someone in the audience who would love for you to repeat your website. She wants to find you. Would okay. you give us that again? I would. It's www.kim, K-I-M-D as in Deskins, McClure, M-C-C-L as in love, U-R-E.com. Okay. Yes, thank you. Thank you. What last message would you love to leave our audience today? Just know that you are created exactly, and I can't stress that enough, exactly the way God intended you to be. So learn to love your love handles if you have them. Learn to love where things go, your um, moles and your lumps and your bumps and everything else about you because 
if you can remember that he created you and that you have someone that you need to make a difference in their life. And I think that's so vitally important. We, we forget that so many times when we go out, it's like, you know, I always pray, um, Lord, let me make a difference in somebody's life. And then I, I actually do a silly chant in the car. I'm active, I'm attractive, and I'm in demand. And so, you know, people want to be in my space. And so it's silly, but it works. Because when I go in with that attitude, then people are like, I don't know what that girl's got, but I, I like her. And then I smile and they smile back. And it's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> I love that. I'm active. I'm attractive. I am in demand. Yes. <laughs> love that. <laughs> that is perfect. Oh my gosh, Kim, that's beautiful. Well, Kim, thank you so much for being on Ashley's Heart Song today. It has just really thank been a pleasure for you to share with us. Thank you. And y'all, thank you for being here with us, whether you're in the live audience or watching the replay. So happy that you've joined and found Ashley's Heart Song. Join us every Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time on the Win Win Women TV Network. I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Welcome.